We started our company, Girls Who Do Interiors, before we even graduated design school. And we turned to Chase for Business to build along with us. They had everything from banking to payment acceptance to credit cards all in one place. And with the Chase mobile app, our business is wherever we are. It's made for business owners who build to inspire. Learn more at chaseforbusiness.com. Make more of what's yours. Real customers compensated. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member of FDIC. All right, so thank you for tuning in Chomping at the Bit. I'm Kyle Edwards, of course. So, the NFL season is upon us. It starts Thursday night with the Bills versus the Rams. So, when we look at the NFL, we automatically think about quarterbacks because they are the most heralded. They are the poster child for each team. They're the most important player on the field. So, why not look at each team's quarterback situation and see who should be comfortable and who... It might be a little bit of a rocky ride this season. So I'll go through in two parts. I'm going to do the NFC this episode, next episode, AFC. Look at each team, look at the starting quarterback, and I'll give my, I guess, question for them throughout the season. And we'll just run through them real quickly because, like I said, don't want to hold you too long. So, yeah, let's go ahead and do it. You'll you'll pick it up as I go along with it. But uh, well, I'll start the NFC East. I'm not going to go in like any particular order. I'm just going to go through the teams, each division, and just go. So with that, let's go ahead and start with the Dallas Cowboys in the NFC East. So we know that their quarterback is Dak Prescott. I mean, and he's... I guess has the pressure of being the Cowboys quarterback, which is always a big deal. So my question for Dak Prescott is, are you a Super Bowl level quarterback? We've yet to see it. I mean, year in and year out, people try to make uh, cases for the Cowboys being a Super Bowl contender, but it just doesn't happen. And what was it? Last season was the whole debacle with the, end of game situation not calling timeout not realizing that timeout or whatever or um oh no he scrambled and we gave up he gave up himself and then like tried to give it to the center for them to snap it instead of giving it to the ref to set the ball so yeah can Dak Prescott lead the Cowboys to a Super Bowl Next, the Giants. Daniel Jones is their starting quarterback. Big season for Daniel Jones. A lot of talk. I'm sure a lot of Giants fans feel like he might not be the guy for them. And with that, Daniel Jones. The You were picked high. What, picked in the top five of your draft hasn't really hit it yet still you know too many interceptions for me just careless with the ball so my question Daniel Jones is in a season where nobody's expecting much out of you people are going to be calling for your job probably from week one can you finally put it together you know 
realize the potential the Giants clearly saw in you when they drafted you so high. And just have a good season. Don't have to win the Super Bowl. Don't even have to make the playoffs. Just have a good season. You know, can you can you go two to one touchdown interception ratio? Just just something. Something to give Giants fans a reason to want to keep you around next season. That's my question for Daniel Jones. Moving on to the Philadelphia Eagles. They have Jalen Hurts at quarterback. Now for the Eagles, I think to a lot of people, the Eagles are like the, well, not like the Bengals last year. Well, actually, I'll say this. Because of what the Bengals did last season, I feel like every year now, somebody's going to try to find that team that could kind of go on a run like the Bengals did, where maybe before the season, weren't really thinking about them. But you notice that there is some talent there, and you're just trying to throw it out there early on. I feel like people are trying to do that with the Eagles. Some people think the Eagles could actually win the NFC East this season. Now, when I do my episode with the season preview, I'll go into all that, who I think will win each division. But um, if I look at the Eagles, you know, roster, they have talent on the roster. Biggest question would probably be with Jalen Hurts at quarterback. So my question for Jalen Hurts is last season, it seemed like he really struggled with accuracy. Even though in college, it seemed like accuracy wasn't that big of an issue for him. So for this season, can you take that next step and take hold of the NFC East, which is a division that I think is up for grabs this season. I will say that the Cowboys don't have the stranglehold on the division that they've had for the past few years. And the Eagles are probably the most talented team in that division. So can Hurts lead them to an NFC East crown? And then once you get to the playoffs, see what happens. But Jalen Hurts, don't let it be. Don't let you be the reason why the Eagles aren't a playoff team this season. So that's my question for Jalen Hurts. Can you lead the Eagles to the NFC East title? All right, the last team, Washington Commanders in the NFC East. They have Carson Wentz. Now, we remember Wentz was the almost MVP with the Eagles. Got hurt. Nick Foles wins the Super Bowl for the Eagles. Wentz is gone. Goes to the Colts. Was supposed to be an upgrade over Phillip Rivers. That didn't happen. They moved on from him and then upgraded over him with Matt Ryan. So now he's with the Commanders. Commanders for the past few years have had eh at quarterback. And I think Washington needs him to play well to kind of finally figure out the quarterback position. And he needs to play well for Washington if he wants to continue to be a starting quarterback in this league. I think his stock has fallen maybe more than most at the quarterback position. So my question for him is, can he find some of that form from his um, Eagle days? Or will he look more like the Colt quarterback going forward? With the Eagles, he was a playmaker. With the Colts, he was kind of a train wreck. 
at least in the biggest games. Because I think his numbers were actually decent with the Colts, but it just wasn't impactful. So, so yeah, so with Washington, can we see that Eagles form that he had early on in his career? Or is he just going to continue his downward slide? All right, so that's the NFC East. I guess I could rank them. Yeah. So quickly, I would rank them. I'd probably go Hertz. No, I think I'd probably go Prescott, Hertz, really close. And then Wentz, Jones, my quarterback rankings for the NFC East. All right, NFC North, the Bears. They have Justin Fields at quarterback. Um, you know, he's a young guy, so there's still development needed in his game. But it's been a struggle, not going to lie, so far. Not all his fault. Pieces around him haven't been great. Coaching hasn't been great. But for Fields, my question would be, and this might be more of a question for the organization, but can Fields be a guy that is a dual threat? Because I think that's where Fields is at his best. Where, Because that's kind of where Chicago ran into problems early on. They tried to make him just a pocket quarterback. And I think if you're going to force Fields to do that, then you're really hindering his ability to, you know, get you wins. So I'm hoping the Bears let him kind of freelance from time to time. But that still means he has to be better because he's another one who, when I saw him play, had some serious accuracy issues and decision-making issues. So for Justin Fields, can you... I don't want to keep using similar questions. I think Fields is kind of the same boat. Is he is he a starting quarterback in this league? I think he is. I think most of you would say he is, but a few more years of like legit struggles and we've seen with the quarterback position, you can go from, you know, hyped up starter to backup and people are wondering where you are in the league and that's rough especially as a young quarterback so I think Fields you know hopefully he doesn't take that and try to do too much because with this roster I think if he tries to do too much he'll probably get himself in more trouble but um, but yeah I think Justin Fields is going to have to take a big step next year in his play if the Bears want to win much of anything. Uh, so the Detroit Lions are next. They have Jared Goff. So Goff is a guy who doesn't have the best reputation, I don't think. Because if you remember, he was with the Rams. They made the Super Bowl, but everybody was like, they made it despite of him. Now he's with the Lions. Lions aren't winning a lot of games. So he's not exactly seen in the best light around the league anyway. But Goff, I 
I feel like Goff needs to be a veteran presence on a Lions team that's they're still trying to build something. I mean, they played well at the end of last season playing guy playing teams tough. They weren't an easy out. And I expect to see more of that this season because Dan Campbell seems like he's starting to get through some of these guys. And I mean, as a bad team, if you play hard and tough, you know, you just make it tough on other teams. You can steal wins here and there. It's, it happens. But getting back to golf, question is, Can Goff maybe change his game enough to where he's a he's an excitable quarterback? When you watch Goff play, there's not nothing remarkable. And and by that, he has to be, you know, more accurate. Cause it seemed like a lot of times last season when they got in trouble, Goff was either you know, getting strip sacked and losing the ball or throwing untimely interceptions. So I think he's going to definitely have to dial that back. And, you know, worst case, he's going to have to be one of those completion percentage type of quarterbacks because at least you can win some games with that. If he, if he isn't accurate enough, then I, I feel like he's probably going to hear a lot of boos. Not going to lie. So that's my question for Jared Goff. All right, Green Bay Packers, they have Aaron Rodgers, blah, 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 Aaron Rodgers, yeah. So with Aaron Rodgers, it's the question I've had basically every year with Aaron Rodgers. How um, can, you know, well, how can people claim he's the best quarterback in the league to some the greatest ever but you've only been to the Super Bowl once and that was like 12 years ago and they've always made a lot of excuses for him but I think at this point the excuses should well they, they stopped for me years ago but in terms of the media whatever there's no excuses anymore because the same weapons that he's had year in and year out that people said weren't good enough Yet he wins 10, 11, 12 games with them. But when he gets to the playoffs, now all of a sudden they're all crap. Now, granted, this wide receiver group isn't exactly the greatest, but we have seen other top flight quarterbacks win with not necessarily the best um, wide receiver talent. So if Rodgers really wants to be a Mount Rushmore quarterback, in my eyes, he's going to have to pull through and make another Super Bowl maybe or two or three so that's my question can you get back to the Super Bowl Aaron Rodgers alright last team is the Minnesota Vikings they have Kirk Cousins so Kirk Cousins my question's simple one can you play well in primetime games it's been something that has been kind of a running joke where Sundays, when it's like Sunday, one o'clock, he plays one way. But for some reason, when it's Sunday night football, Monday night football, or Thursday night football, he looks like a completely different quarterback. 
So, like I said, can you put together a string of quality primetime games that kind of change the narrative? All right, so that's it for the NFC North. And if I were to rank the quarterbacks in the NFC North, I would go, I mean, I'm sure you would as well. Rodgers one, Cousins two. This episode is made possible by PwC. When you put the right tech in the hands of the right people, good things happen. It powers change. It accelerates innovation. It keeps you a step ahead. Our community of solvers brings the right tech to drive real results. It all adds up to the new equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. This episode is made possible by PwC. When you put the right tech in the hands of the right people, good things happen. It powers change. It accelerates innovation. It keeps you a step ahead. Our community of solvers brings the right tech to drive real results. It all adds up to the new equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. Fields three, golf four. That seems simple enough. NFC South. All right, starting with the Atlanta Falcons. They have Marcus Mariota quarterback. So Mariota is an interesting guy. He's bounced around the league a little bit. And he's definitely more than capable of leading a team to a playoff spot. But my question is, with Desmond Ritter, um, the young quarterback that's going to back him up, who they just drafted, is Marcus Mariota going to be able to... Well, all right, let me backtrack. Will Marcus Mari- Mariota actually play the full season? Can he make it through all 17 games? And for me, I think because of who Desmond Ritter is and what we saw from him in college, if Mariota goes through a little streak where he struggles, he's going to start hearing clamoring for Ritter to come in for him. So can Mariota stay healthy all year? And can he be effective? Because you have Kyle Pitts, who's clearly your number one target. I mean, you have Cordero Patterson, who will be their starting running back, which I, I want to see how that works for them for the whole year and him being the lead guy. But you can use him in the passing game. They drafted Drake London at a USC. So I think there is some expectation there offensively. But for me, is can Mariota make it through the whole season? Because like because to me, I think Ritter will probably be seen at some point this year, just to be honest with you. But can Mariota change my mind on that and play well enough and make it through the whole season? All right, the Panthers. So the Panthers, they got Baker Mayfield from Cleveland with all that whole drama and Deshaun Watson and all that. And I got to say, I'm probably more of a Baker Mayfield guy than most because I think there is a quarterback there. I don't understand the comparisons to 
Johnny Manziel and all that. I mean, I get the com- I see the comparisons, I guess, but I feel like they use Johnny Manziel as a way to just bring down Baker Mayfield more uh, more times than not. But for me, Baker Mayfield, my question is a very simple one. Can you show that Cleveland made the wrong decision? That's it. And oddly enough, I believe their opening game is against Cleveland, so he gets to show right there week one, and Deshaun Watson won't be there. But get into that when I do the AFC, the AFC episode. But yeah, can Baker Mayfield prove that Cleveland was wrong to just willingly let him move on from from being their starting quarterback for the past couple of years. Alright. Alright, New Orleans Saints. They have Jameis Winston at quarterback. Jameis Winston is one of the most fascinating quarterbacks to me because I remember Florida State because the guy always squinting through his face mask to see the coaches on the sideline to get the play in. I always thought there's no way that this guy is going to be a starting quarterback if he has to squint to see the sideline. Because if he's squinting there, what is he seeing when he looks out on the field to try to throw passes? Well, what was it? This past offseason, he got LASIK, which how he went this far into his career before going to get LASIK, it clearly it was something he needed because he went and got it, but he never did it before don't understand that that's still one of those questions i'll never understand so because of that my question for Jameis winston is can you can he stay healthy because i'll give him credit last season he was actually playing really well to start the season off for the saints but then he got hurt and that kind of that pretty much derailed his year and it seemed like he was kind of found a good spot to be in in New Orleans now that was with Sean Payton last year Sean Payton's no longer there so I'll have to see how that affects him but can James Winston make it through the year healthy because like I said it seemed like he was actually on his way to a good year last season also thankfully the whole Taysom Hill experiment at quarterback because remember coming into this offseason it was that they were going to actually make Taysom Hill the starting quarterback supposedly I mean, that was kind of before they re-signed Winston but to me Taysom Hill should never be in the conversation to be your starting quarterback he can be like a gadget pe- gadget play quarterback fine but he should never be the number one quarterback on any depth chart in the NFL and the fact that the Saints thought about that was wild to me alright the Bucks. As we all know, Tom Brady is their starting quarterback. Now, wasn't really sure what my question was going to be for Tom Brady until recently when he took like 11 days away from the team, came back. Now there's reports that supposedly Giselle, his wife, isn't the happiest right now that he's going to, that he's preparing to play another season in the NFL. Uh, Clearly when Brady retired early this offseason. 
when I heard that, I assumed it was because, you know, him and her had talked and she finally convinced them to walk away. Because this has been kind of a side story to Brady for the past couple of years that Giselle wants him to stop playing. So now that he's back, supposedly, well, I can't say supposedly, he's back for this season. One, will, will that be a story all year where, you know, we're going to keep hearing little nuggets about, I guess, him and her and what's going on behind the scenes? And in terms of where he, well, I mean, Tom Brady's one of the, probably the most mentally tough quarterback in the league, probably. But could this offseason have maybe taken something out of him? And I kind of think this has to be his last year if that report's true that she's so upset about it. If not, then is he going to go through this whole year with football versus family being in his head? So I guess that's my question. Like, will the noise in uh, Tom Brady's offseason make its way onto the field and affect him in any way this season on the field? All right, that's it for the NFC South. And if I was to rank them, I'd go Brady 1, Winston 2, probably go Mayfield 3, and Mariota 4. All right, final division, the NFC West. So Kyler Murray is your starting quarterback in Arizona. And for me, Arizona's coming into this season with a lot of expectations. And a lot of those expectations are tied to Kyler Murray because the past few seasons, we've seen him start off really well and then slowly decline towards the end of the year. And in some seasons, they've missed the playoffs completely because of, you know, a game or two late in the year where it's just one or two plays and they end up losing the game. And that's what keeps them out of the playoffs. So my question for Kyler Murray is, can you keep the same constant production throughout a full season because if they do like I said the Cardinals should be a playoff team that you write in ink not in pencil but in ink they should be a playoff team like I said that's all whether or not Kyler Murray can play the same way he does early in the season in the end of the season so that's my question consistency Uh, The Rams coming into this year as your defending Super Bowl champion. They have Matthew Stafford as their quarterback. And Matthew Stafford, like we know what he was in Detroit. He was a guy very talented, just never won enough in Detroit. Funny enough, he gets out of Detroit in his first season. They win the Super Bowl. So my question for Stafford would be, was last season a fluke? And we know how tough it is for, you know, teams to repeat in the NFL. But I don't want to see where, you know, the Rams drop off so far where, you know, they're struggling to make the playoffs or maybe even miss the playoffs. 
So can Stafford repeat last season and can the Rams make another deep run in the playoffs? I think that's that's the least that should be expected from a Super Bowl championship team. You got to make at least another run in the playoffs. All right, the 49ers, their quarterback situation, very interesting. So Trey Lance is the starter, which we knew. But it seemed like Jimmy Garoppolo was going to be gone. But that hasn't happened. In fact, they reworked his deal for this year, and he's going to be back with the team. Now, that could create, I guess, two types of dynamics for Trey Lance. One, he could question the organization's confidence in him by bringing back Garoppolo, even if it is just for one year. And two, he could take it as, okay, so they're trying to doubt me, maybe. Well, I'll show them. I'll go out. I'll play so well that Garoppolo will never see the field again as a 49er. So then my question to Trey Lance is, which option are you taking? Are you going to let Garoppolo coming back possibly affect you enough that, you know, you stunt your own growth and you struggle forcing the 49s to put Garoppolo back in? Or are you going to take it as, well, I'm the day one starter. This is my team now. And Jimmy, I know you're back for this year, but you will never see the field again for this team so which one are you going to do Trey Lance final teams the Seahawks so they're going with Geno Smith as their starting quarterback uh, Drew Locke's the backup because he was part of that uh, Russell Wilson trade but I mean let's let's be honest here neither one of those quarterbacks does anything for you in terms of hey you know Seahawks could be a good team nah Geno Smith to me is a backup but he's given the starting job hey he earned it you gotta congratulate him for that my question is are you any good Geno Smith like at all cause like I said to me I see Geno Smith as a backup like he has some talent of course he's he's a mobile guy and he's got a good arm but the success in terms of him as a starting quarterback just hasn't been there so far in his career now yeah he did start off with the Jets so you gotta say that's gotta be part of it but for a team with no expectations at all in Seattle can you surprise me in any way, Geno Smith? Like, at all. And you can do that in several ways. Win a few games that I don't expect. Um, give me some highlights. Something like that. Just anyway, can you prove me wrong where I think you're just a backup quarterback and actually play well being the guy in Seattle for now? I fully expect Seattle's probably going to draft a quarterback next year. I think so, but hey, Geno Smith has a job, so it's his to make the most of this season. But um, but yeah, that's my 
those are my questions for the starting quarterbacks in the NFL. I mean, NFC, sorry. But, um, but yeah, so I would rank the NFC West real quick. Stafford 1, Murray 2, Lance 3, Geno Smith last. But, um, but yeah, so that's my rundown of the quarterbacks in the NFC. And like I said, I'll do another episode looking at the AFC quarterbacks and do the same thing I did in this episode. But, um, but yeah, so if you agree with me, let me know. You know what you can do uh, down in the comment section. Or if you follow me over on Twitter at Chompin Podcast, you can let me know there as well because the episode will be over on Twitter as well. And in those comments, I guess you let me know if, if maybe I'm underrating your quarterback. Maybe I think too highly of your quarterback than you do. Or if you think I'm pretty spot on with your quarterback, let me know. But, uh, oh, I guess I'll say this again. If you remember, last episode, I'll let you know about Sports Empire Network, which I will be a part of going forward, hopefully. And first appearance will be Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern. Would appreciate it, you know, if you uh, go over to either Sports Empire Network on YouTube or Facebook, you know, follow on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube, and you know, check it out Tuesday. Would appreciate it. You know, you can jump in the comment section on the show. You know, we can pull up your comment and all that. But would appreciate, you know, tune in. Let me know what you think. Uh, I think it could be a great show. But um, just letting you know, that's where I will be Tuesday nights, 7 p.m. But uh, with that, thank you for tuning into the episode. Hopefully you enjoyed it. If you did, you know what you can do. Like, subscribe, share, all the good stuff, you know, really help out. But um, be safe out there. God bless. And I'll catch you on the next episode. All right. I'm out. Have a good one. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.